Brian. Yes, Greg? There's one man I truly fear. Who's that? One man who could stand up and face the juggernaut that is our uh, dumb, handsome, mimbo governor, <laughs> Jay Inslee. One man who is tough enough. One man who's smart enough. One man who just doesn't give a fuck. One man who literally does, like, could 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 have been a hero to millions uh, if he just ran campaign ads about how he just steals from office supply <laughs> stores large, like, medium ticket items because he just, he just can and mm-hmm. he doesn't give a fuck. A guy well, who doesn't let no get in the way of him procuring the goods. A guy who has a history of running, sometimes successful, being the face of successful statewide campaigns bent on crushing austerity uh who has successfully appealed to large amounts of people outside of king county in the past who has rallied the forces of you know right-wing washington to cut car tabs at any cost greg who is this man Uh, this man was jay uh was uh Honestly, I forget his name already because that's how fucking irrelevant. Uh, wait a minute, Tim Iman. That's who I was thinking <laughs> of. Tim Iman. R.I.P. Totally fucking irrelevant. He might as well have died of the coronavirus. Honestly, we talked about it a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um, with Cassidy. Like he could have, he could have challenged Inslee. He could have Inslee only in this primary so far. The so this is what's today Wednesday. Yeah, this is the day. So we've had the second drop now. The four o'clock Wednesday drop is out. Inslee only has fifty-one percent, and the next, you know, uh, is this Culp guy with what, like twenty something? Yeah, or yeah. Like, which yeah. you know, he's in the like, you know, um, pedophile clown shooting himself in the dick and bleeding out <laughs> yeah. category of of Washington State gubernatorial. To, yeah, to candidate. be fair, he did get the coveted Q boost. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's going to be all Q all the time in this race. It's going to be great. It could have been, and that's just not going to be a winning thing in Washington. That I'm, mm-hmm. he'll probably like terrify mm-hmm. you by talking about Q nonstop and still taking like thirty five percent of the vote. Yeah, yeah. But instead of that, it could have been uh, this dopey, chinless, uh, perpetually twenty five year old frat douche who steals fucking office furniture and <laughs> like is a hero to millions for it mm-hmm. but he just uh completely ate shit like yeah. in the distant fifth or something um yeah i believe he got six percent holy is shit pathetic. well what that says is like he was in good spaceman territory yeah uh what it says is like i mean it's what we've always known about tim iman is that he's a fucking grifter like but he could have kept this train like i think this says to me this was just laziness. This is to me that he mm. he didn't run a real campaign. He wasn't really doing this. Yeah. He he sent out some press releases. He officially filed. He didn't do sh- he he did have he tried to have one small rally at one point I think, but like yeah. he did not do it. He did not actually try for this because I swear he could have put up a fight if anyone could have at any time in yeah. history. If Tim, it could have been him. Yeah, if Tim was going to become governor this was the time or at least give Inslee a run for his money or at least a real campaign um yeah. if he's a, if he's sincere in these elections 
a friend or family members to sit down with him and be like, "It's over, Tim. Come on, man." Right. I think the most that he campaigned though is they put a bunch of t- they put a bunch of Iman signs up all along the like bridge going over I five, like on the south side of Everett. They put Iman signs everywhere. Yeah. And honestly, like I think everybody just saw it and was like, you know, thought it probably thought it was just some QAnon shit or whatever. They're like, yeah, eye on the clues, we got it. Well, that's it, right? It's, you said it. <laughs> if it was, if this was an earnest thing, then mm-hmm. yes, someone needs to sit him down and go, like, dude, just walk away. Just, yeah, it's over. You're done. Never try this again. Uh, I don't see. I don't. I, but I don't think that's what's happening here. I no. think. This was just him to keep his, you know, his profile up, to keep the fun going, to keep the money coming in. Yeah. That yeah. he ha- has been in trouble legally, allegedly, for basically skimming campaign <laughs> funds from multiple uh, uh, campaigns he's run, allegedly. Yeah. Also um, and king just shit. Paying himself, allegedly. right? Like, yeah. Again, hero. Could have been a hero to millions. A fucking Robin Hood figure. In this day and age? Oh, my God. Like... You know, he could have made himself like a real like like Trump type mm-hmm. figure, but without the crazy QAnon shit or the rambling like insanity, he could have yeah. been like a Trump for Washington. Yeah. Where he's like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I stole money from of course, yeah, I took yeah, these campaigns I've been running. Yeah. yeah. How do you think I got this big house? Why do you think I'm rolling around in this escalade? Like where do you think this comes from? Yeah, our system is fucking crooked. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the streets, they're lawless. You can just walk into uh, Office Depot and steal whatever you want. If you have the fucking stones, that is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if he had leaned into the guy who stole the chair, then I think, yeah, he, he would have made this a real race. But... And embezzled the campaign funds, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But as is, uh, yeah, no, uh, <laughs> four more years of Jansley. Jansley's going to kill like 10,000 Washingtonians with his COVID response and get reelected. It's pretty astonishing, actually. It's a, This is a, a shitty country, Brian. This, yeah. <laughs> this country really sucks. That I mean, I just, I will, this will haunt me to my grave that Jansley will be. A hero. If somehow Biden fucks this up mm-hmm. and Trump is reelected, we'll be electing Jay Inslee in 2024, no, no, we'll president be of the United States. Jay Inslee in 2024. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who will then lose we'll to, to who, uh, Trump even, for a third term somehow. Yeah, yeah. An even more hilarious character, you know. Uh, but yeah, just astonishing shit. So, uh, cool. Uh, so, RIP Tim Iman, dead from coronavirus at, well, let's say 54. Yeah, sounds good to me. Welcome back to the Seattle Sucks podcast, the podcast that got 100% of the vote for a zaniest drive time podcast. Thanks, Washington. <laughs> no, I do the honks, Brian. You don't get to do the honks. 
Well, Greg, now's your time. No, nope, time I, to shine. I, I don't honk on cue. Okay. Well, don't worry. I got a little effects board at I'm home. Not your trained uh, monkey. Um, <laughs> so, well, we're back on the boat. I'm with Greg, surly as ever. Brian, Greg's boat has moved. I had. I don't want to talk about that. We don't. We're not talking about that. I. <laughs> I am not happy. I was moved two slips closer to the street. I now feel like I'm barely even in the water. I can see my car from here. I I am being assaulted by the fucking like uh, streetlights, like mm-hmm. to another dimension. Like they're mm-hmm. portals to hell. Like they, I feel like I'm floating closer to at night if I like move the wrong way i've had to like throw something up on my lifelines just to block my yeah window because true... i have no shades in the v-birth it's the only place i don't have curtains on the port lights but well another boat project but like a true man of the sea uh you know every every time you move close to shore you lose a little power right well it's and i've been asking to get farther out yeah because I just want to be farther from the street and more into the canal, closer to the cement factory and the gravel barges, and maybe a little more wake, like a little more rocking from constant boat traffic, mm-hmm. you know? That would be my hope if this if it, the boat is never steady, ever. Yeah. Um, but uh, then we got, I got a new neighbor. Like, I put it's a big fucking, like, a wide sailboat. It's longer and wider than mine. Mm-hmm. And... They tried to squeeze him into the spot next to this, and it's like he, can, he could barely get out. It's also a big full keel boat that's not as yeah. maneuverable as mine. Um, yep. And so they're like, "Oh yeah, we need to cram you in." Which now it is going to be a bitch to pull out of here. Yeah, I mean harder than it was. I mean, it's possible. It's not. It's not really that big a deal, but harder to do by yourself because I could get out of this marina by myself if I needed to. Yeah before now you're gonna need some crew to like like those seattleites when they parallel park who like have to unload the car so that everybody can give directions that's him because you have a big fancy boat right behind you and i just say just back into it i mean (laughs) yeah that is kind of how it works in a marina you just sort of bounce (laughs) off shit they say like don't go any faster than you're willing to hit something (laughs) full speed ahead for me uh that's not even what i'm i'm grumpy about though brian today I had, I don't know if I can even say it, I had to work. (gasps) This is horseshit. Is this because they took away the $600 benefit on unemployment? Uh, Basically. Were the Republicans right? Did this force you back into the ample job market where there's plenty of opportunity for a young scrappy go-getter you and me and the three personal friends of mine who actually listen to this podcast (laughs) yes yes if i was getting the 600 still i'd be like fuck off i'm not taking this job go eat my shit um because i'm not passing up a week of this free ass money Mm -hmm. no way fuck you yeah, um, I know it's for a limited time only. Eat, I mean, come on. Eat me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, no, but since that's gone, um, uh, yeah, the first, you know, to be fair, my first job offer in many months, uh, I took it. Mm-hmm. I had to work today. I work tomorrow. Uh uh, doing a commercial it would be which is funny that those need to exist uh at all but especially now 
would be even funnier if I were to tell you what the commercial's for, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, that'd be blowing up my spot a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to get you guys. You have to subscribe to Patreon to get that sweet Greg uh, narking his fucking jobs out content. Yeah, um, I'm going to tell Brian right now, and we'll just preserve his reaction in, uh, <laughs> on the track. This is like, uh, was it the end of Magnolia or whatever, where they whisper to each other and you don't know what it is? Shut up, I'm going to tell you. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 How do you like that? <laughs> it's good. It's, it's real it's good. It's pretty good. We can do a whole episode on that shit. Yeah. We're not yeah. gonna. Yeah. We're not gonna. We're not gonna because Greg is currently uh, at his job casing the joint for us to do a zany heist at some point. Yes, but. zany heist. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to call all of our future plans. Uh, yeah, I had to sell my labor today, honestly. Mm-hmm. A very like foreign and unfamiliar thing. Like a very, I, It was a very confused, alienating, mm-hmm. sort of weird feeling. So, which itself was very familiar because that's how I feel every time I, I go back to work after being out of it for mm-hmm. even a few days, a week, two weeks, a month. No, that's um, real. Which like, is the story of my life. If you, I always forget this because, uh, unlike Greg, I'm not unemployed all the time. But uh, currently, because I'm working from home mostly and I only go into the, into the office on the rarest of moments... But uh, you do forget like how unnatural it is to like work a wage job when you just don't do it for a while, and then you realize like, wait, this fuck these fucking people that I don't even like have like all this fucking say over how I spend my life, and my time, and what I do with it. Yeah, it's uh, it's and for what? Yeah, and for not much in return, to be no, honest. Very little. So, very little. You know, this is a decent um, job, but still. Yeah, yeah. I imagine. I mean. With the names that you dropped to me about who you were working for, I think we can all agree there's a lot of money involved. (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of money involved in a lot of people, the the work that a lot of people do, Brian. They just (laughs) don't tend to see much of it, you know? So, Greg, what you're saying is you went into your work, you did your job, right? You produced value for which you're given a wage. But there was a surplus left over that was then seized by your employer. Honestly. A, a surplus value. Now, in your job, this totally breaks down because your job is bullshit. Like, there's nothing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Brian. Yes. <laughs> Under communism, your job would not exist. <laughs> Let's be serious. 100%. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I mean, you need you need to communicate, okay? <laughs> Somebody's got to be a communicator. You don't need to be advertising. Okay, the specific thing I'm doing to dip. This job, no, would not fucking exist. <laughs> and advertising, a lot of the dumb shit that I work on in advertising would not need to happen. But you were describing, like, the basics of how, like, capitalist wage exploitation works. In my case, I make sure that, generally speaking, that there is no surplus in my, <laughs> my labor in that's, particular, that's okay? The, the Gregory Thomas promise. Is, uh, <laughs> like, there will be... Like, I work pretty hard at assuring there is no surplus mm-hmm. whenever I possibly can. Yep. Yep. I mean, what am I always doing, saying on the job, telling the people I work with around me? First of all, if you're not stealing from your employer, you're a fucking, mm-hmm. you're a fucking stooge. You're getting ripped off. Uh, second of all, 
uh, you can just do if you do as little as possible um, and be as lazy and useless as possible, but still enough to get by. Yeah, you know what? You're 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 not gonna your career is not gonna take off like some mm-hmm. other people you may know um, yeah, and yeah. work with. But um, you are you may also be closing that gap of that surplus over yeah, yeah. your wage. You know, well, also- I work for what I get paid. Now, do I really make no? You know what? There is a surplus, but man. And it's razor fucking thin when you employ <laughs> Greg Ryan. Okay. <laughs> well, the uh, the thing <laughs> not is... not a lot of Martian there. <laughs> the thing is, is that um, you know, <laughs> the job's not making a lot of money. But the thing is, if you work slow at your job, no matter what it is, you're the real job creator, right? You know, yes. you, you go yes. into the factory, you do your job very slowly and poorly. Well, they're gonna have to hire other people to come in there and give you a hand, and that's that's real job creation. So, everybody, we're in a crisis right now. Work slower. L- work. Be bad at your job, like oh, much dude. worse than normal. Uh, you know, break things, knock things over. Uh, just go as slow as humanly possible. Whenever they look at you and go like, "Why can't you do more?" Just look at them blankly for five solid minutes without saying a word, and then walk away. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know. This is the kind of uh, struggle we need right now. Greg, not all jobs are as easy as your job. Some jobs involve running for office. And we just had an election here, and that's what we call a transition in the biz. That, first of all, <laughs> it's called a segue, you fucking idiot. <laughs> that's not Greg, what a transition Greg, is. Greg, you don't get paid the big bucks for no reason. You dumb fuck. <laughs> You don't get Secondly, you. I mean, I would have I, I made it about like a job interview. No, no, no. I totally, like, I totally meant to segue into something we're doing later, and then halfway into it, I realized like, no, we got to do something else, and I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm committed. Just like I'm we committed. do in this business. <laughs> yes, Brian. So also sucks at his job. Yeah, I'm taking up the very pledge that I put out there. I I uh, I walk the walk. All right, you know. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> half-assing this podcast job as much as possible. Yeah. I would love it if a third person, maybe somebody in the tech industry, would come come back to the boat. And yeah, we can help, really use uh, a kind of a tech perspective on this yeah, show. Do you know? some lifting. I've often said. Yeah. Um. Oh well, lost to the woods. Yeah. But so yeah, so we just had our uh, you know primary elections decide who's gonna represent this awful they were our primary elections. Awful we, state. Seattle sucks podcast held a primary <laughs> yeah, election. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really surprised at the turnout. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. So you so, know, right right off the bat, Governor Inslee, uh, I guess, is getting reelected. Fuck that. But yeah. Explain this cult guy to me again, though. He's a Q guy. Well, he's a small town cop who's running oh, right. a Blue Lives oh, Matter fuck, yes. fucking campaign. Now, I just a man knowing, for who his these, times. knowing who these people are was like we're minutes away from a Q drop from this guy. Like he, I, I don't know. Brian, I, you I are don't know the fact the that cop he's, whisperer. Yeah, I don't know that he's he's done it yet. He probably has, but I don't know. I'm, I'm have not looked into this idiot. But it's only a matter of time. Let's be serious. I like, saw something about like. Um, alleged like 
alligator. Fuck, now I forget. I think there's so many fucking clowns. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah, I believe Culp has some allegations against them, but I, you know, who knows what they're about. It do- ultimately, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, the Blue Lives Matter people are going to vote for him no matter what. Like, that's this is all sort of a fait accompli, right? We already know who everybody's voting for. Okay, this will at least be an interesting race then. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not worried about Dick Jansley. We'll pull it out. But it'll be interesting, at least, in that you'll have, yeah, a so a Blue Lives Matter campaign against the bleeding heart Antifa mm-hmm. uh, governor who sent in the National Guard fucking minute one on, like, yeah. June 1st. Mm-hmm. Because people were marching in the streets. Yeah, yeah. Literally, uh, one rioting. day after Trump was like, hey, you should send in the National Guard, Inslee was like, hey, I should send in the National Guard. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, you know, just a lot of inspiration in that governor's race. Uh, Going to be very excited to not bother to vote in it. Well, it's natural. Um, I mean, it makes total sense. Like, that's this is the issue of the moment. Um, and, uh, like... This is going to, I mean, this is what, uh, this is basically what our election, like, this is what elect, how, let me just uh, rewind here. This is basically the function of elections in our non-democracy, right? Yeah. You get to now, Jay Inslee gets to have this immense pressure from the, like, fascist right, the cop fascist black shirt right to against uh any movement on uh on you know changing the nature of of the police state right so you now have we're gonna have this campaign where Inslee is will be able to go like look i mean gosh these these republicans you know so i gotta i gotta you know i i gotta stand with the police because I gotta show them, like, you know, we don't, we're not, we're not these crazy Antifa people. Yeah, and that's why we have elections, basically. It's yeah, yeah. That's it. I, I mean, it'll all be an excuse for Jay Inslee to move to the right. Uh, so, <laughs> ironically, uh, uh, Lauren Culp's uh, uh, allegations against him uh, are about his refusal to investigate a child molestation. Oh, that was it. Yes. Uh, case. Ooh, that's dark. Um, so he's kind of like, I, and look, this does not change my Q prediction one bit. He still could it somehow be a Q guy. <laughs> he's gonna be like, look, we got to investigate the child predators. I mean, I think you're not, you're not like that a, one. <laughs> but... You're alluding, yeah, you're alluding yeah. to some sort of like, false consciousness or or hypocrisy or something (laughs) does not that doesn't even enter into it when you're talking about these people when you're talking about a right winger basically yeah yeah yeah. so i i'm i look these things are all instrumentalized yeah you know yeah like the the whatever meat there is to the q stuff Mm -hmm. is instrumental purely it is really just about that's the that's just the the dressing the like the fact that it's it's if you you if it gets down to it, it's like wait, what are what's the plan? What it's oh, it's the pet, it's to break the the Democrat pedophile ring or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just like the if you really if they really have to explain it to someone or like that's mm-hmm. you know. But really, it's just we're gonna kill the people we don't like, and there's someone out there who's gonna do it for us. Yeah. You know? 
Well, I can't wait for him to launch an enormous rally outside Comer <laughs> Comet Tavern because he thinks it's a pizza place. Um, so that would rule, uh, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, yeah, right there in Capitol Hill, where all the good marches happen. Yeah. So, uh, who else we got running in this thing, Greg? Well, um, I think you know, uh, you know, no, not, no sense mincing words. I think what we're here to do today is to take to take due credit. Yeah, to do credit. Um, we Seattle Sucks podcast. We were the first podcast to have Sheree Lascelles on mm -hmm. as a candidate. And I think it's very clear from the results that um, that was a very effective boost. Mm -hmm. And that is why we now have in the 43rd of fucking race. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what you call the Seattle uh, Sucks bum. Actual good candidate. Yes. A from, yes. from the show. From this show. Joe, yes. This show made when, this happen. When very people clear about say, this. oh, this, uh, you know, uh, upstart Sheree Lascelles came out of nowhere to challenge Frank Chop bullshit. Sheree Lascelles has a backstory, and it's going on this podcast. Sheree <laughs> Lascelles has been engaged and active in this community of this podcast. Yeah. And so that is why uh, they are now poised to mm -hmm. um, really re – I mean, it's a fucking race. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard. Like, any of this shit, it's always going to be hard because they have the fucking money. Capital yeah. does not want to give up even its, like, uh, ceremonial, like, fringe power. Yeah. Like, Frank Chop's seat. But, like, yeah, they're going to fucking make it hard. But, listen – uh, this is a real race. The as of today's drop, I'm looking at uh, Sheree with 29 percent of the fucking vote. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and a race that's that had a I big think fucking five deal. people in it or whatever. So to get yeah. around 29 percent is pretty so, good. Now, Chop right now today is uh has 54 percent. Yeah. Now, you know. Yeah, he's an incumbent. Though. And then over the next couple of days, as they they close it as they um get the ballots in you know who knows it, all likelihood could look a, you know marginally a, you know a percent or two better for Sheree and worse for chop that's very possible over the next week or so but anyway it's gonna you know it's be something like this and yeah well and the big takeaway is Sheree is in the race yeah uh and if our demographic research on our listeners is correct you're all unemployed uh go to Sheree's webpage and volunteer. Sign up to volunteer. I yeah. made some calls the other day, there Sunday, I believe, um, into the 43rd. That was fun. Um, yeah. You know, this yeah. is real. Yeah. You could actually have a good representative in the 43rd for a change. And uh, send uh, Pork Chop back to his barbershop quartet. This man is old. He does not need to be there. He's been a fucking waste of space. If uh, you know the quintessential Seattle liberal, who, yeah, you know, talks good on all these progressive issues, but when time, you know, when it comes to actually make shit happen, has made shit not happen, and has yeah. basically just, you know, been known as Speaker of the House for, you know passing fucking republican budgets you know yeah so so do not be swayed by his uh four-part harmonies or his sweet leather jacket frank chop sucks ass yeah uh, i mean i don't think there's any danger of anyone listening to this podcast falling for any of that the danger is that 
um, like two or three uh, fewer people than necessary volunteer over the next, mm-hmm. you know, uh, three months uh, and make this happen and tell everyone they know in the 43rd. Po- I'm s- sitting, I'm sitting next to a pile of posters and stickers here and hand sanitizer that needs to get up in in the 43rd i guess i gotta go do that um the you know look uh it's hard though you know it's gonna Mm -hmm. be real tough uh frank chop is an incumbent Mm. people know his name look he took 54 percent here so it'll have to be um, if it's going to be about putting in the work, but it's also going to be about a changing terrain here. Like yeah. it's, I think it's about also keeping up the, the entire pressure of like the current moment and the, um, the movement for black lives against the cops, you know? Yeah. Uh, which Sheree has been very involved and outspoken in. Like if, if we can change the political terrain mm-hmm. and make people, um, have different conversations. Uh, so it's. I think it's all connected. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we got to do whatever we can. This is real. It's happening. Twenty nine percent is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for somebody who is in a lot of ways an out of nowhere uh, candidate, right? Doesn't have uh, major endorsements from the Seattle Times or whatever. Isn't in the press a lot or whatever. Yeah. To come up with that kind of number uh, in a quarantine <laughs> when you can't be knocking on doors. Yeah. And the uh, next. Pretty damn good. The third, in third place in that I mean, primary. pretty damn good, but because because Sheree was on her show. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that made up for all that. Yeah, I mean, you know, the stranger endorsement, whatever. But, um. It, nobody reads that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the next, the next uh, in the race was Jesse Murray, who was also running, which basically makes up the rest of that uh the mar the uh the difference there and also running to the left of frank chop yeah yeah so that's real that's a real race mm-hmm. um hopefully yeah. if as this moment evolves people will get more and more excited about throwing these old bums out and electing mm. you know powerful radical uh queer femme people mm-hmm. to represent them instead of these like old you know, rich white shitheads like uh, Frank Chop. Another exciting one in the 37th, uh, Chris and Harris Talley just fucking dominated. No incumbent there. Mm-hmm. And so this is like, I think I saw 51%. Yeah. So that's, um, you know, she also got recently uh, uh, endorsed by Pramila Jayapal. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, that couldn't hurt. Recently also, endorsed by the me- more importantly, yes, yeah, by the Mechanical Freak by website. Mechanicalfreak.website. website. Yeah, um, and I think we can yeah. all agree that helped uh, push her over the fifty percent mark at least. Yeah, huge. So huge endorsement. The Greg uh, Mechanical Freak website. I just mm-hmm. got a very important message here on our ticker tape that we keep in here uh, coming in. It's from our lawyer, our show lawyer. And she's informed me that uh, if you guys are actual natives of the area, if your boomer parents live around here, uh, very important if they're in the 43rd that you uh, seize their mail-in ballots and throw them away. Yeah. All right? So I've actually been informed by our lawyer that's legal and necessary. So 
This is this is strategy. This is our next level strategy, guys. <laughs> Seize the ballots, throw them in the trash. And if you're saying, but um, what if what if my boomer parents who live in the 43rd like are actually kind of cool and hip and with it and progressive? Um, uh, no, shut up. Statistically, there's no. They're way. not. Just just look. Yeah. We're not asking. We're not asking you to kill your boomer parents we're yeah. just saying destroy their ballots yeah exactly how by any means necessary we're not asking you to kill them yeah to be clear by any means necessary mm-hmm. um some might ask what if they're holding them in their hands behind their back uh refusing to give them up i mean there's a lot there's a, you know we're not going to get into hypotheticals yeah exactly <laughs> You know, I, I think that, you know, you're you're very smart, you're very creative. I, I think you guys can figure this we out. We believe in you. Yeah. Just know that you have the power of the law behind you. Yes. You yes. So speaking of the power of the law, Greg, one of my favorite things happened uh, this last week in that we had a official correspondence. And as a big fan of the 19th century, I love official correspondences. Great. So... Apparently, some uh, a group, a rabble, if you will, tried to go into Snohomish County to go visit our uh, dear police chief, Carmen Best, and uh, didn't go well, which we'll get into. But uh, Carmen Best, in the tradition of Jenny Durkin, wrote a letter to the city council to complain about it. Just, just following in the, from that example, like she saw, wow. People marched on Jenny Durkin's house because they hate her and she sucks ass. She wrote a strongly worded letter to the council with demands and suggestions for action. And everyone was like, yes, good. This is strong leadership. This (laughs) sounds very, like, level-headed. It doesn't sound like you are shit-faced typing uh, with a laptop on your own lap in a hotel room because you're afraid to be in your house. You, it was like a good political move for Jenny Durkin. Um, it may it ingratiated her to the council, and um, everyone was like, "Yeah, like you've saved your mayoral ship. No one wants to impeach you now." <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, Carmen Best after uh, Snohomish was attacked by a cadre of um, Antifa so- super soldiers in mech suits. Yeah. <laughs> um, also known as the uh, the Daily March, the Everyday March, mm-hmm. rather, group. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, you know, I guess we'll, we'll, let's go through the letter, and then we'll get into the details yeah. of the march as we go through the letter. So this is addressed to uh, Lorena Gonzalez and Lisa Herbold. Um I don't know if I... The CEOs of Antifa. Yeah, and I don't know if I'm sad for them that they keep getting these letters sent to them or uh, envious that they keep getting these letters sent to them. Send us a letter, Carmen. We'd I love know. to hear from you. It's such a bummer, too, because it's almost certainly was sent via email, and I really wish for the old days when this would have been like a handwritten letter like delivered to the city council. I would have fucking put that on my wall. Yeah, with like a wax seal on it. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. All right, so it begins, Dear President Gonzalez and Chairwoman Herbold, I wanted to update you on recent events. Great start to a letter, by the way. Yeah, just to give I you an wanted, update. Ta- 
I wanted to update you on recent events. This does sound like a, an office email. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Particularly, and this is where we get into a next door email, particularly those that occurred late last night. And it's like, so. all right, so now we've moved so, from recent events to a complaint. <laughs> also, that's the only event. Yeah. Yeah, but I love this, though. Recent events, as if, you know, as if we don't know what you're talking about, but you're going to, then you're going to really, you're going to put that comma in there and really turn the story around for us. Bet you didn't see where this was going. A residence of mine in Snohomish County was targeted by a large group of aggressive protesters late last night. Dude, just hands down, the best, whatever else comes after this, the greatest sentence in this is. A residence of mine. Yep. Yep. Hey, uh, all you guys out there listening to this that are unemployed, who maybe are worried about, like, getting evicted, if you're one of the huge number of fucking people in King County who can't, who, you know, can't make rent or whatever, don't worry. Your police chief who's been tear gassing you for months has multiple homes. <laughs> Is so fucking rich from beating the shit out of you. Has multiple fucking homes. <laughs> From well, from beating the shit out of protesters, but you know she's accumulated this wealth yeah. in a career of just oppressing black and brown communities, yep. poor people. Uh, be as the chief and previously a PR flack for the uh, the army armed police state. Um, a residence of mine, first totally unforced self own. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's attempting like, to humble brag in all the wrong places. No, right? I, it's <laughs> like I think she's just like. Huh. But she's actually in her mind? Yeah. Um she's saying like uh you think you got at me. You think you got my number. You think you came to me in my den. You think you tried to come. You thought you were coming to beard the lion in its den. That was just one of my residents. Yeah. Bitch, I could be anywhere. Yeah. I could be at one of my other five homes. <laughs> I you you're not gonna find me. I'm not shook by this. This is all. That's that's what this is. This is I'm not shook by this. Yeah. This is a technicality. This is just technically. This is one of. This is a property in my name that um some disturbances happen nearby. This has nothing to do with me being disturbed personally, mm-hmm. right? So. You know, a large group of aggressive protesters will point out there is a video of this, uh, that these marches have been going on for like 60 straight days, and nothing aggressive has really happened at them. But, you know, this is the, the standard everyday, language, the right? March, yeah. yeah, this is the standard language, right? So, my neighbors were concerned by such a large group, but they were successful in ensuring the crowd was not able to trespass or engage in other legal illegal behavior in, our, in the area. Despite, Despite repeated <laughs> repeated attempts repeated, to do so, repeated repeated attempts to do so, holy shit! So so this is wild shit, so man. So we got to break this down. So the everyday march has been extremely peaceful, like as far as all the marches have gone, right? Like this is not the march where the uh, you know uh, construction trailer uh, got got yeah. burnt by. Say, let's not say nuked these days, all right? You know, like, not, after, not after that a bomb was I've dropped. Played I played enough Call of Duty <laughs> to know when I see a nuclear weapon, Brian. That was a tactical uh, nuke. Yep. Yeah. Why do you think there's a giant crater in the ground there now? Uh, the fact that tactical nukes entered the lexicon in like the 2000s is uh, poison. So, 
Yeah. Okay. This so has been a very peaceful wh- back march. to what we were saying. The Antifa super soldiers Showed armed with, with tactical, tactical nukes. nukes. God, I wish it were true. <laughs> they 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 rolled in with like they all look. If you're a Snohomish shit kicker in your, mm-hmm. who has a giant truck for little to no reason and like a big <laughs> fucking old like Dutch colonial house in the mm-hmm. quaint little sleepy old town of Snohomish and you see a like a Soviet like uh, mm-hmm. ICBM truck like rolling down <laughs> Highway 9 like with a fucking rocket strapped to it like and you're looking at it and going shit that sh- that fucker can seat four people across in the cab, <laughs> and then your dick feels small because you're looking at your F three fifty diesel, going like, "Oh man, I got the extended cab, but it's yeah, it's got I, nothing on that. Mine well, doesn't the, have the, the enormous cup holders and console means that two in the front at best, you know." Dude, you can check your brake fluid from the dash in that fucker. I mean, who, <laughs> what am I doing? Um, but yeah. Uh, so interestingly, you know, we have this video and uh, the neighbors, you know, were uh, they were upset about a large group. Now, if you watch the video, there's certain there's certain characteristics of the people marching and the neighbors that might make you think that it wasn't just the fact that the group was large that might have upset these neighbors. Uh, let's just say that one group was uh, a little less tan than the other group, right? <laughs> Which is a way of going around, beating around the bush and saying, one group was entirely white, <laughs> and the other group was a uh, mixed race with a large black presence. And I have a sneaking suspicion that was the terror that struck the neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, yes, yes. I want to yes and you. <laughs> I think definitely, yes, the sight of black radicals young black radicals marching down the street um probably scared the shit out of these people and they didn't like it i also think even beyond that though that this is i mean we've seen this over and over Mm -hmm. and over again it doesn't help that these when when it comes down to it like when the moment actually happens yeah it doesn't help at all that these are black people and these dumb like white exurban shit kickers are that's what when that's enough when they see that you know like they're gonna follow through on their plan that they might not if it was like the moms coming down but in the first place they have been told uh over and over by on facebook and next door and fucking Mm -hmm. fox news oh and by their county sheriff and by uh, their county sheriff yep that um these protests that have happened in seattle are these violent riots mm-hmm. that are destroying whole sections of the city and burning it down yeah i've been assured are... that uh, seattle is now a charred corpse uh that has just been burnt to the ground by many people many nuclear of these people weapons <laughs> yeah, yeah by by small tactical nukes uh, uh i've been assured by this by people in snohomish when i tell them i live there and it has it they just say no you're wrong it has for the record i've actually <laughs> never played call of duty um <laughs> Craig plays games way fucking shut, nerdier, fuck so up, do not up, fucking up, even try shut that. Up. Um, <laughs> uh, the Turk lusts for Vienna, dude. All right, like what? I mean, there's no getting around it. Um, so they've been look. There, uh, lots of communities in Washington mm-hmm. State have been scared into fucking. 
well, so rallying based on this idea that this fantasy that they are primed for and ready for, mm-hmm. this is the, you know, this so, is the Civil War moment yeah, these fucking they... freaks have been waiting for, and then they're able to bring in, just like on... Then you have some people who are maybe not quite as psychotic or ready for a civil war, but are able to be brought in on it because they're like, oh my god, these riots are destroying the city, and now they're going to come out here for some reason to our sleepy town. This is the first time this has actually been true, actually, that any... So all the previous times this has happened, it's been just nothing, and like people are, you know, like... In Snohomish, this was a month and a yeah, half so, ago. Yeah, so, when... yeah, so let's be, yeah, let's go back to that. So in, it, about a month and a half, two months ago in Snohomish, the town of Snohomish in Snohomish County, a rumor went out on Facebook that Antifa super soldiers were invading the town. The sheriff of Snohomish County helped promote these rumors, Adam Fortnoy, who, by the way, also has told people that they don't have to wear masks because they're not there's no actual COVID va- virus or whatever, and that he's not going to enforce mass orders. That's a whole other side story about just how insane fucking sheriffs are. But and you can read about him, by the way, on mechanicalfreak.website. But anyways, the point being is that... Uh, he attracted a crowd of, you know, probably 70 or 80 fucking freaks in Snohomish who all filled up the one road in town, who all had all their guns out and were just sitting in the beds of their trucks with their guns and baseball bats and stuff for a thing that never fucking happened, right? I think yeah. there was, like, three locals who were, like, <laughs> like had, like, Black Lives Matter signs on a street corner. And, you know, these, like, you know, just dozens and dozens of armed freaks fucking sitting out there so yeah i mean itching for a war just as long as they don't have to drive very far to get there yeah you know? Look, the same thing happened actually worse it went mm-hmm. worse in squim uh, yeah. a month ago where this rumor went around that antifa buses were coming in with fucking black block terrorists from the inner city and then a like mixed race family was like driving their school bus that they live in mm-hmm. to go camping out in the peninsula and got like harassed and tailed and like people fucking they cut down fucking trees in the campground to block the fucking road so they were trapped in there and were surrounding them and shooting guns off like the I mean, this yeah. is clan shit yeah yeah i mean on the highway they surrounded their bus with their cars in the highway and tried to force them off the road on the highway by the way uh I believe it is a free episode at this point, but if you check Radio War Nerd episode 238, Antifa Freakout, they actually interview a guy who I don't lives think up none in the of area. their episodes are free. Oh, well, whatever. Check it out either, either way. Steal it. Do whatever you got to do. But uh, they interview a guy up in that area who actually goes into all the details of the event we're talking about that is, uh, quite frankly, fucking yeah, horrifying. Wild. It's wild shit. I mean, in Oregon, the same things have happened. Yeah. Um, and so what's funny is this time, this is, but it's always been for h- hilariously, like no one was ever coming to these yeah, places, yeah. not even trying, not even now, yeah. this, now for once now, someone actually did try to go out there. Yeah. Uh, these, um, awesome people from the everyday March, um, you know, uh, you know, if I was going out there with him, I'd have been like, these people are ready. Like I just shown him some of those stories from snohomish and that sheriff and been like if you're gonna go out there you better bring like two thousand people um yeah so you can just like walk over these people in their trucks but um well and they're all cowards at least scare them away so basically what happens you know on the way to carmen best house is 
Her neighbors blocked the roads with their trucks and sat there with guns and basically told the, guns the marchers they were going to shoot them if they tried to march on the public road. Finally. These are unarmed. Yeah. And then and the guy's even saying that this is a private drive. Oh, Total bullshit. And uh, Sheriff Adam Portnoy was there <laughs> to, yeah. to participate in all of this, right? So a common thread in this whole story. But yeah. This is... Um, yeah, so this is like clan-type vigilantism. This is yeah. like... These people have been whipped into a frenzy. And I think, and here's the thing, like, I think it is true. These people, they're, this was minimum effort for a lot of these people. Mm. They just, like, drove out of their driveway into the road they live on and got their gun. I think a lot of these people are, like, lazy shitheads who are not going to actually engage. We're not going to go out and, like, start a civil war. Mm. But they are going to stop you from coming to their town but here's the thing i think like and and i mean this is kind of what i was trying to get out last week maybe ineffectively like i think we can make fun of these people i think it's very common to make fun of like the online like uh civil war time people and mm. like you know oh i'm gonna take a you know and the guy who was like posted that photo of the glock next to his ramen in snohomish like yeah, i'm yeah. now eating armed and it's like you're a loser, like, yeah. in your house. You're never going to do shit. I think at the end of the day, that's true. I think largely you know, these people are dangerous. Mm -hmm. These It is these types of people who are murdering protesters yeah, yeah. Uh, showing up. But those are, like, you know, lone wolves. But you got to – at the end of the day, the fucking sheriff was there. Yeah. This is what I was trying to get at last week. I think on the left, like, we've made fun of this sort of online next-door Facebook Civil War cohort, you know? Yeah. As, like, they're not really going to be able to bring the heat, even though they've got all the guns. They're just, they don't have the energy, the stamina, whatever. And I think what I, I think you're just leaving out this whole category of the cops who yeah. are organized. May, not centralized, but extremely organized and ideologically rigid. And here, just like any Klan rally and just like any lynching, you had the fucking sheriffs there out in the street. Yep. Backing these people up. And it's important to know that in America, how insane fucking sheriffs are. Like, again, go to mechanicalfreak.website, read the article about it. Yeah, but, Sheriff's uh, Gone Wild is the article. It's a couple yeah. of articles back. Yeah. But uh, let's just say the vast majority of sheriffs in this country believe and have pledged to the belief that they are actually the only legal <laughs> representation of the law in America, meaning that... Uh, nobody can tell them what to do <laughs> and that they're allowed to do whatever they want and you know this is not a funny enough <laughs> yeah they're right yeah in yeah the practical mean, they they sense. believe it because in every way they're correct right that nobody will tell them what to do right and uh they just like any law enforcement yeah everything about our legal system is set up to protect them and to allow them to to mm. do whatever they want whatever level of carnage and harassment and oppression in addition to that these motherfuckers are elected and they have yeah. the le that the legitimacy and power that goes yep. with that they cannot be touched by fucking anybody yeah so you know in that that sort of that structure that allows them that they'll never be punished for anything they do also allows them to fit these uh horrifying sort of fantasies on top of themselves as well yeah. as being these lone wolves out to protect everyone else and uh yeah uh look uh it's 
shocking. There hasn't been a mass shooting yet from any of these fucking freaks. But let's be serious. I mean, they there. have killed yeah. people. They've they killed lots of people at this point. Yet. I mean, it is interesting. I mean, you know, Carmen Best talks about like the everyday march or whatever of being this violent march or whatever. It's like, uh, how many people, you know, protesters in Seattle have been killed by the everyday march versus insane fucking motorists whipped up into a frenzy? Uh, people shooting into crowds and then vanishing in vans with no fucking license plate and shit, right? Like, you know, it's sort of one of these things of like, come on, where's the actual violence, right? Uh, there was, you know, and I believe it was in uh, The Intercept, that it, or no, it was in The Nation, they just had an article about uh, Trump declaring Antifa a uh, terrorist organization yeah. and trying to claim as foreign ties. And as they pointed out, the DHS's own reports show that there's no murders related to Antifa, but there's about, you know, 10 to 15 murders a year related to right-wing groups yeah. uh, who are killing Antifa members, right? Um, yeah. But this, that's the reality, right? That's that's the groundwork that we have to lay out, right? And, you know, this march was met by this type of sort of violent response which is the same response that civil rights marchers got in the fucking 60s and things like that and it's important to understand nothing's changed right that that they are willing to shoot and kill to protect quote-unquote what is theirs right well keep all this in mind as we continue on yeah. with carmen best's letter to so the carmen, city council carmen then assures the city council that the local sheriff is monitoring the situation. Again, oh, local sheriff oh, Adam good. Fortnoy. By the way, Adam Fortnoy ran on a on a campaign of Blue Lives Matter, and the first thing he did was there have been several sheriff's deputies who have been fired from Snohomish County Sheriff's Department for um, for essentially gross negligence in the work. One for uh, brutally assaulting somebody, I believe. One for murdering somebody, and two for planting evidence on people. And uh, uh, Fortnoy promptly brought them all back within a month, right? So, you know, this is the type of guy we're looking at, right? So she goes on, I urge both of you and the entire council to stand up for what is right. These direct actions against elected officials and especially civil servants like myself are out of line with and go against every democratic principle that guides our nation. Uh, before this devolves into the new way of doing business by mob rule here in Seattle and across the nation, elected officials like you must forcefully call for the end of these tactics. So a few things here. I mean, the it goes against democratic you know, principles to demand things from civil servants, for people to demand things from civil servants. To march in the streets. And, and, yeah, to march in a public street and this demand things from your civil servants is an interesting... Uh, this is what these... Know. I mean, you don't need any convincing, but this is how... They all think, look, yeah. this this fucking freak in Snohomish, this yeah, yeah. psycho who ran again yeah. ran this campaign on like uh, revanchism for the sheriff's department, basically. Total solidarity from Carmen Best. Oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Lock just arm in arm. Probably why she moved. That's probably why she bought one of her many residences. She in fucking Snohomish. voted for the guy, most yeah. likely. Oh it's yeah. Like, oh good. Oh, a rank and file sh uh, sheriff's deputy running for sheriff. Great. Who's gonna? Yeah. Who's gonna? Who you believes know, everything stance. I believe? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Just like she voted for Trump. Yeah. And you know, and she talks about mob rule, which mob rule is apparently marching peacefully in the street and not you know blocking off a public road uh, with guns and, I mean. Again, this is one of the sort of trite things to do. If 
But imagine if this were reversed, right? Imagine if a group of largely black residents blocked off Carmen Best's, you know, route to work uh, with trucks and guns and shit and told her that we're going to fucking murder you if you come any closer. Like, what what do you think the city response would be? Nukes. Do you think that we would get uh, nukes, letters in the Seattle Times going, you know, crying about, oh no, where is civility gone? Or yeah, tactical, literal tactical nukes of like the you know every residence in the city that was remotely suspect. I mean, this is I this it doesn't take much to show the, the obvious fucking horseshit of this whole thing. Um, that and I just love that it ends with. The elected officials must forcefully call the end, you know, call for the end of these tactics. Who does she think is in charge of these groups? Does like, she think Lisa the, Herbold is fucking meeting with the everyday march? This and be is, like, like, this is what you're going to do. Confusion is from Jenny Durkin's. Like, at least Jenny Durkin was actually asking the council to do real things. But, yeah, like, yeah. this is just like. It's just so, it's all, it's obviously just it's just posturing. It's just so lame. It's like yeah. I call on you to denounce to denounce these protesters. Like, yeah. Well, I I think something, especially since Carmen Best is a cop, is probably to keep in mind is that she probably really does believe that the Seattle City Council are like insurgent Maoists and that these are like their minions that they've released on the good people of Seattle or whatever. Like, she probably is that stupid. Yeah, you know, it's I funny mean, that even in the case of Shama Swamp, that's not even true. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you know, like we you know have mentioned earlier, I mean, these are people who live in an entirely different sort of ecosystem, right? And they do believe there is this, you know, uh, socialist conspiracy, right, <laughs> to take over the world or whatever through Black Lives Matter protests, right? I guarantee well, you, Carmen Best believes that. I mean, there is. It's just not organized. It's God. In, I fucking wish there was. It, I wish no, no, there no. Was, like, you know what? It's not a conspiracy. Was. It's there's a dream of that, yeah. but it is. It does not rise to the level of a conspiracy because the American left cannot even muster the organization yeah. for a limited conspiracy. Yeah, you know, yeah, essentially. That's you know. There's a dream. Yeah, I dream <laughs> of that. A conspiracy implies some amount of organization. Yeah, yeah. All right. So she closes out. Um, she wants to, you know, she wants to acknowledge the situation, right? The events of this summer were initiated in a moment of grief and outrage over the murder of George Floyd by Minneapolis police officers and so many other black and brown people suffering at the hands of injustice. All of us must at ensure... At the hands of... Injustice. 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 At the Ju- hands. She's, in the same sentence... <laughs> metaphorically personifying the George Floyd's attacker mm-hmm. but in doing but in making it metaphorical is depersonifying it away from police and just turning it into injustice mm-hmm. well and it's- injustice happened to mer- to uh uh you know George Floyd was just in the wrong place place at the right injustice or some yeah. shit yeah, i don't yeah. i mean well and as, what the fuck and as we mentioned before Jesus. i mean while the george floyd video is certainly horrifying and it certainly i think probably more nationally the spark was actually seeing the protests in minneapolis than yeah. the video itself but oh 100%. but the thing is if the police weren't doing all the same things minneapolis pd was doing in every city in america 
this wouldn't be fucking happening. If yeah. Seattle PD hadn't just murdered somebody literally like the month before the George Floyd killing, this wouldn't people wouldn't be losing their fucking mind. Like, this is the thing. I mean, this is a little rhetorical trick that the mayor likes to play and Carmen Best likes to play. People in Seattle aren't mad at Minneapolis PD, right? They're mad at Seattle PD. No one, no one in Seattle at, the at these Seattle marches PD does. Yeah. Dude, I have not thought about Seattle and Minneapolis PD mm-hmm. since that precinct burned down and they said like the next day, oh yeah, we're going to dismantle the police department. I was like, cool, whatever. I'll check in on them in a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No one gives a shit. This is, it yeah. has nothing to do with so, anything. So it's not at the hands of injustice, right? It's at the hands of the police. Yeah. It's you at know? the hands of but this is this one whole... particular cop and an entire system of policing that that put him there and and backed him up. Yeah. And the fact that they keep using this language is proof that they're not going to change, right? Like they refuse to even acknowledge that this problem exists. Dude, I right? I I did something fucking Look, I didn't plan this. My mother called me. <laughs> my mother called Nobody me. plans for that, Greg. Oh god. My mother <laughs> called me after um the the site of the youth jail was hit with uh, tactical nukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the next day, I got a fucking call. Greg, Greg, I was playing Modern Warfare 3, so I know those were tactical nukes. And, you know, so I had to have the fucking talk, which I have just not mm-hmm. had, because, I mean, dude, dude. Yeah. Like, Ooh, wow. Um, I actually think that every Thanksgiving you get the, like, uh, your your job as white people is to go back and, like, convince your family of shit. I actually think that's bullshit. Like, nobody's ever convinced their family of anything. No. If you live in a family where you can convince your parents of anything, uh, you have my respect. My my parents uh, won't even listen to me talk, much less would yeah, listen exactly. to anything I said. My mother's never, <laughs> like, forget, like, her politics and her general like really like enclosed ignorance of the world you know mm-hmm. has never like absorbed a word i've said in my life yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know so but anyway <laughs> to you know I'll, I'll give her some credit she listened for a, an hour and a half and i wasn't nice about it yeah, yeah. like i was <laughs> it was basically an episode of this podcast okay <laughs> but like uh, you know, it's hard to get through to people. Um, how did I get off on this, Jag? This had a point. Why did I bring this up? What the <laughs> fuck were we talking about? Oh, I don't know. Well, I would. What at, at the? I mean, I was trying to find ways to like. There's so many layers. You can't even talk to someone because, like, at the end of the day, what mm. we're talking about is capitalism, and it's like, yeah, yeah. There's so many layers to why, like, someone like my mother is like, just assumes at every level the mm. cops are. Mm-hmm. are good people who are there to help me and it's like wow man that is starting from rock bottom it's like yeah. first of all like to even like to make someone like you know understand their own ignorance of the world like well let me tell you about what a bunch of black and brown people who are not you think about the police you know yeah, yeah. um Again, to her credit, she's like, well, I mean, there must be something happening because so many of the, there's so many people out in the street. And I was trying to explain to her, like, what, however many people you think are out in the street, uh, t- multiply it by 100 because it's not no. getting covered that every day in every city there are yeah. still people fucking marching. And I've been in marches in this town of, like, 60,000 people. Yeah. 
But I, I came to, like one of the things that like I I was t it was it just happened that in New York they had just passed that new ordinance that like mm -hmm. made using the chokehold a crime, and I walked mm -hmm. her through the whole the thirty years of chokehold politics. Yep, you know. The 30 years of chokeholds being illegal in Minneapolis and in New York, mm -hmm. uh, or against policy, then now New York uh, making it actually like some kind of criminal offense, mm -hmm. and then the, I think it was the PBA guy in mm -hmm. New York, um, maybe it was the SBA guy, some, I think some yeah. union guy, yeah, yeah. or maybe it was some brass guy i don't know yeah. in new york was like to a group of cops like that it happened that day listen don't worry about this chokehold shit no one no prosecutor is gonna prosecute this and then the prosecutor's office was like oh yeah i mean if a cop is like happens to do yeah. a chokehold in the course of doing his duty properly like no we're not gonna touch that and and i you know my mom was like that does seem pretty egregious. <laughs> like, are you getting it? Eh, yeah. No, but you know, no, whatever. No. I don't know how I why I got on that jag, but um, I think we we're talking about the sort of dissimulating language of the. Uh, they're not going to change. The they're not yeah, going to do changing, it. Yeah. Like you can read these tea leaves. Yeah. Like from Mayor Be from Chief Best here, they're not yeah. gonna fucking do shit. Yeah. 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 That is some egre I mean, that is some egregious shit of the cops just saying, "Oh yeah." After thirty years of this, after Eric Garner in New York, yeah. after well, this, they're no. Even now that it's literally a crime because that is the one minimal thing. I was telling my mother, "Don't worry, nothing's gonna change." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing. I was telling in Seattle, maybe, maybe all of this might achieve some tiny bit of first step in taking some power away but probably that's going to be minimal and nothing's yeah. going to happen and it's going to be a years long fight and it but everywhere else absolutely dick you know yeah 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 and uh you know the chokehold stuff by the way you know the controversy of the chokehold stuff goes back you know decades too yeah and uh la in the 80s there was a very controversial killing where a cop choked a man to death and daryl gates famously went on the news and said uh that black people had a genetic defect in their neck that that was why he died and that wasn't the chokehold's fault it was the inferior genetics of black people so Fucking oh awesome. by the way do you think that he was uh demoted from chief of police after that no he went ahead and served another decade cool <laughs> took the la riots to get rid of gates cool but uh yeah, so, I mean, this is the mind of the police, right? So let's go ahead and, you know, sort of finish this out, right? All of us must ensure that this righteous cause is not lost in the confusion of so many take protesters. The, take this shit out of your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't worry. The The righteous cause she's talking about is uh, definitely not anything anybody else is talking about. But it's now engaging in... Uh, or by, So we... We don't want it to get lost in the confusion of so many protesters now engaging in violence and intimidation, which many are not speaking against. Uh, so, opponent of protest is intimidation. Yeah. That's, yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And again, the uh, people blocking the public road with their vehicles and pulling guns on people in the public street, they are, of course, not engaged in violence or intimidation, right? The people murdering protesters with their cars, they're, of course, not engaged in violence or intimidation, right? The police tear-gassing protesters, beating them, all that, arresting them, black-bagging them, 
all that shit. Again, that's not violence and intimidation. What's violence and intimidation is going to Carmen Best, one of her many palatial estates, apparently, and yelling from the street, uh, defund SPP. Yeah, dude, Snohomish is not cheap. I don't know if you've ever been no. to Snohomish. You probably have. You've been I work in, in Snohomish those... County. She was, this isn't Snohomish County. It's not Snohomish the city. Oh, I yeah, thought yeah, it was. Yeah. This, this is oh. out in, like, county territory, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Snohomish is a cute little town. Yeah, the thing is, we can talk about this, this like, right-wing hypocrisy all day. Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't really matter when you're talking about yeah. fascism. Like, there is no... Well, I think... It, it's instrumental. What it just tells you is they want you all dead. Yeah. And the key thing They don't thing like to you, they want you dead. Because this is the thing that always trips up the left, right? The key thing to remember here is they're not going to give you anything. And no amount of polite behavior on your side is going to convince them that you're human or deserve to live. All right? Oh, absolutely not. So stop trying to police the fucking protests. Stop fucking whining about, oh, the protesters did this or that or whatever. I promise you, nobody on the right gives a shit. They hate you just the fucking same, all right? You're never going to be so classy that they decide you're human, all right? Well, I mean, That I is think a myth the... of the civil rights movement, and it didn't work then. It's not well, going to work now. Well, I think the hope when you're talking, you know, when you hear those arguments is, you know, is getting liberals on your side, and it's mm. like, I don't know. Yeah, they're also never going to join you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really not. Um, again, they, 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 will, they will create their own... Um, things to shut you up like yeah. the minimal reforms of the civil rights movement that yeah. ult- ultimately have amounted to nothing yeah because um, look at where we're at <laughs> and so you know they'll come on side for some things like that to shut it down but yeah with the fascists yeah no it, they just want you dead they don't care they don't yeah. like you um i'm not just talking about you know black and brown people i'm talking about black and brown people and anyone who doesn't agree with them. Yeah. Talking about the... The, <laughs> the majority of people who live in this country, yes. basically. You know. The left, certainly. Yeah. Uh, you are know, you too queer poor people, for them are, so that you're nice Poor people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, do you not have the sexual predilections they have? Well, guess what? You're fucked, too. Right? It's the whole sort of kick They just caboodle. don't like you. Yeah. And the historical reality is the liberals always side with the fascists. They've never not sided with them. So fuck them, too. All right. I mean, that's what it sort of comes down to. So on that positive note, let's read a Seattle Times editorial. Well, first, hang on. We had there was news today. Oh, go ahead. uh, In the fight in this town to maybe uh, marginally curtail the power of SPD uh the city council met um to vote on budget amendments for the rest of the year today um honestly it's hard to piece together everything again I was fucking working um I didn't get to go to the march today which I was mm-hmm. really profoundly looking forward to um you know but what we learned all last week after this was postponed and then is that like the ultimate proposals were pretty fucking weak yep um basically even going into this the stuff was fucking weak uh and what i can piece together so far from just from trying to read some things on twitter because nothing is out um in like full written form yet here as far as i can tell uh looks like they did vote to um 
can the to just shut down the navigation team. Yeah. Which that's good. Um yeah. Yeah, to we, the extent that it pull like it's part of funding. They did they did do some minor defunding, it seems. Yeah. Um though so in the case of the nav team, they specifically like denied them that funding it sounds like for the rest of the year again we're just talking about the rest of the 2020s budget really that is for the most of this stuff is going to basically mean for mm-hmm. like november and december um you know taking away the nav team that's a nice symbolic thing it's a big thing people have wanted keep in mind that the nav team is just like a pr screen that it allows yeah. the when the city goes to roust um up homeless people in encampments in a manner that the you know aid organizations that have previously offered services to unhoused populations don't even want to be a part of and have yeah. walked away from you they're able to call it the navigation team when it's really a bunch of cops yeah um just going and rousting people and then the garbage company shows up and yeah. Uh, throws the stuff away yeah i mean it's a good point i mean it, as we've said in the show multiple times it's just a fig leaf uh and it, it, yeah and it's it's important as you said to just sort of double down on this the actual aid organizations to homeless groups that were in the navigation team all quit the navigation team because of how brutal the police were being at these things and now it's just cops right and so you know i think the line from durkin and from others has been oh the city council doesn't care about homelessness but to pretend the navigation teams were helping with homelessness, I mean, you know, how fucking insane. You know, well, and the, the thing is, so now this takes away that fig leaf. So now when they send the cops to yeah. roust people, Which they they're going to do the exact same things. They just won't be able to say the navigation team. Mm-hmm. What they will, because this, what they will say is, what Durkin will say is, you know, yes, we, you know, we, this was swept today. We did this. Unfortunately, the navigation team was defunded so we didn't have the same you know uh people going out there with the same blah 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 and they'll just they'll every bit of this is going to be fought forever until the end of time yeah yeah Um, basically until spd has 10 times the budget they have right now uh they're gonna whine and complain about this and yeah you're exactly right the line is going to be that we had to like go through and beat all the homeless people to death with batons because you defunded the navigation team and it's going to be really important to hold the line that the police shouldn't be interacting with the homeless at all yeah in any way shape or form we know from actual like academic research that you know sending the police to deal with the homeless is really about gentrification and property values has nothing to do with helping the homeless so they should stop they should just stop interacting with them in any way they shouldn't even fucking look at them they if they get near a homeless person you should be allowed to shoot at them (laughs) I yeah. mean, yeah, just, like, just, but change that to any person. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm just talking about the nav team yes, specifically. Nav team. So, but you're gonna have to hold it. the line when they complain about this and say, "Look, we had to murder all the homeless because we didn't have a navigation team." You're gonna have to hold the line on this. You know, the police shouldn't be around the homeless at all, anyways. Yeah. Um. So I guess if I'm just piecing this together, this just happened. So, um, I just got off work, but like, if I'm piecing this together right. I guess they did pass an amendment that cut an amount of money equal to 32 officers. This is all very sketchy because mm-hmm. it's like, it depends on what officers, you know, and they're yeah. acknowledging in it that like, they'll probably end up firing most of the, the lowest, like newest mm-hmm. people, um, which sucks in a way. Um, 
but well, I, mean, I guess that did pass even but what's funny about this is even like peterson was for this and yeah. he got to get up i saw some quotes where he's like yes you know i'm this is an important moment we do need to cut back the you know the police department in these ways so that we can spend another way blah 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 like acting like he's in support of this shit and it's like it's easy for him he this is perfect this is such a small like nothing achievement here that he gets to do that and like that's fine yeah. they, they, the the whole system has done its job and cut this down to the bone yeah um that he gets to jump on in this this and pass this trifle that still has is going to run into a, a million challenges even making this actually come to fruition yeah. like actually getting reducing the number by the end of the year reducing the number of spd officers by again the number i'm looking at the estimate here 32 um watch that watch it be zero by the end of the year yeah. like because there are a lot of hurdles here so peterson gets to like oh yeah we'll cut i'm totally in support of cutting this insanely small number of mm. dollars out of the budget oh yeah george floyd yeah. etc um better news uh so Shama had that amendment where she wanted to like limit like city pay to mm. 150k, yeah, and which is because most of the highest paid people are cops, yeah, you know, and yeah, Carmen Best included, it gets uh, I think 300 a year, yeah. So um, remember that when you're getting tear gassed by her, you yeah, know, and you're worried about your 600 dollar unemployment check. They're the best paid people. Well, it um. That they figured out, I guess, that actually, like, because we're more than, like, halfway through the fucking year, a lot of those people, best included, under their current pay terms, have already worked, have already earned more than 150000 So, yeah. if you <laughs> limited their year end to 150000 you know, you'd be, they, they've already worked for it, so it doesn't work. I mean, mm -hmm. wage theft, essentially. Um, that's a valid way to look at it, in a way. Um... Uh, so that was amended to cut the, it down, I guess, to um, their the lowest level of their current pay like mm -hmm. grade, which whatever, whatever contractually they figured this works, they can do it. So that means, and that so this is a big pay cut to this like twenty top brass at mm -hmm. at SPD, including uh, cuts Carmen Best pay for the year down to $171,000. Oh, way down. Now, um, 171000 is still hurt. an insane amount of money, um, but holy shit, will she be pissed if oh, this yeah. actually happens? Yeah. Will they all be fucking livid? We Imagine might, working, uh... you know, for seven months of the year, <laughs> um, and then thinking you're making... You know what? What a, I don't know. A fucking five hundred dollars an hour, mm -hmm. only to realize it was only three fifty. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, all that time. Oof, that is gonna hurt. Well, we might find out if SPD has tactical nukes or not after this. But I mean, these are the things that the city council can actually legitimately do: is just pull the purse string and sort of choke these fuckers out that way. Yeah. Um. Well, it'll all. It's all gonna be challenged in court. Yeah. It's all gonna of be. Course. Look, I mean, this is yeah. I mean, th you're right. This this is the way it happens, right? Is that it's always worth keeping in mind that no matter what the council passes, nobody actually has to do it, right? Because the actual language is power, so they can tie it up in court. They can drag it, right? They can, 
you know, basically work on the council members for months until they repeal it, right? They can have, apparently, uh, Jeff Bezos call the fucking city council and make them vote it down, right? Like, as happened before in this And this city. is all only so. just for this year, yeah. right? Now, yeah. part, of this, part of this, you know, some on the council will argue that part of this is hard because it's this year's already in progress like it's a harder yeah. budget process to do this and that they're doing their best and they plan to do more for the 2021 budget we'll fucking now, see now but the thing Samar is responded to that though and she said you know when you when they laid off 200 fucking metro bus drivers for some reason this wasn't the big issue that it is now right well that that, that apparently was that's more related to, to the the fact <laughs> that what that was about was the yeah. the the concern raised that like these are essentially union negotiations that mm -hmm. you can't that like one of the yeah. things they want to do is you know what the what best and um the ch and durkin have said for now the last month is like well you know if we cut officers it's going to have to be the first the the most uh the least senior people which yeah. means uh a lot of those those are our most diverse hires the the newer yeah. they are because you know and so basically and durkin said this in the press conference yesterday like the council is essentially calling us to fire people based on race. Yeah, now uh, one of the most like shock, it's shockingly cynical thing to say, yeah. and obviously just absolutely disgusting. But yeah, that's what what against this is bullshit. That you can there's a ton of ways you can. What yeah. we need to do is get rid of the worst cops, and you can yeah. do that. There are processes. Yes, well, they'll be able to appeal them, and it's a court process too. But yeah, Shama's like, yeah, when, then none of this was all fretted over when you laid off fucking anyone else. Yeah. And the big thing is, is as everybody following it pointed out, that uh, that you have to lay off the first or the last hired or whatever is actually not true. The police chief can make choices about yeah. who gets laid off. And so basically what Best and Durkin are telling you, again, this is like the, if you take away our navigation team, we'll have to murder the homeless. Yeah. What they're telling you is, if you take away our funding, we're going to have to fire every black officer, except for me, Carmen Best, right? Yeah. And, that, and, you know, it's they're basically saying, why are you making us hurt you? Like, you know, yeah. it's the, what was the old uh, Israeli saying, uh, you know, I, I just can't countenance the Palestinians making us kill their children. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's that, you know, it's, it's astoundingly cynical shit, which just shows, again, these people aren't going to change. Well, look, there, and there's nothing in them that will allow. And it. there's a whole system that's going to be arrayed to stop yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. The legal system. Okay. Forget the union fucking appeals to the courts. Mm -hmm. Um, you've got the consent decree. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. This... Judge Robarts could ironically literally step in and be like, no, reforming Seattle PD is against the consent decree around reforming Seattle PD. Well, this <laughs> consent decree it. was started. This is the legacy of Obama, right? They mm -hmm. started in a, uh, in a bid to look like they were doing fucking anything, I guess. They yeah. Oh, yeah, started yeah. some consent decrees, the, the Holder Justice Department on some police departments, and then didn't really do anything with them, dragged yeah. them out for years, let them fester. Well, and now they were busy boxes for local people, uh, for yeah. people that were leading like local insurgencies against the police. They handed this consent decree, which is a busy box for them to play with. Well, nothing, nothing ever happened. happened. Right? And now the, full the justice department is run by Donald Trump and yeah. uh, Bill Barr, and they have a pretty different view. And so they have sued along with the mayor to block this shit and they already successfully got a temporary injunction from mm -hmm. robard on the tear gas repeal 
The tear yeah. gas outlaw, you know? Yeah. So, like, this is real. All of this shit is subject we to review by the federal government in the form of the mm. Justice Department and the the um, federal courts, mm. uh, which is fucking nuts. And uh, it's going to be hard. Now, there's a lot more to say about that, and we're going to read an editorial that um, gets into a lot of this from the good old uh, Seattle Times headboard on... Uh, what the fuck is it called? Uh, it's just called Judge Should Assess Seattle Police Defunding Plan. Oh, Judge Should. Judge Should Assess. Yes. <laughs> Look, Capital will... They're in power. They have the power. They only use yeah. as much power as they need to use in any given moment. Yeah, of course. And like the, the more we push, the more they're going to do this. We're going to read this and talk about all this shit in the Patreon. All right, so join us in the Patreon episode where we know our new managing editor, Roy, will be joining us. He actually controls all of our opinions now, so if you don't like them, blame him. Yeah. And uh, happy birthday, uh, Roy. Yeah, okay. So we'll see you guys in the Patreon. All right, bye. Bye. Bye.